Here's what's coming up on today's show. I think that separates us. At the end of the day, my name is on every car that goes out the door. So as opposed to a dealership, and like I said, nothing wrong with the dealership groups at all. It's just, um, you know, they don't have the skin in the game. John does, of course, the ownership group does, but the people that run that department every day don't. Welcome to Kansas City Connections, a local business podcast geared towards spotlighting Kansas City's best and brightest entrepreneurs. Your host is fellow small business owner, Steve Hoover, the president of Wealth Partners Corporation. Now let's get to Steve and today's guest. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Kansas City Connection local business podcast. I'm here with Steve Hahn, owner of CarStar on Metcalf. Uh, is that correct? Correct. CarStar. All right. Outstanding. Steve, I appreciate you joining me today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. That's my pleasure. Um, I did a little research on you, and uh, in terms of where you kind of came from, uh, your right. video I saw on YouTube was pretty sharp. Uh, I guess you were at a car star convention or something, and and they had taken a video of you. Yeah, yeah. I used to work for corporate, so yeah, they yeah they kind of wrote me into whatever they need done. I help them out with. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, t- first of all, kind of tell me a little bit about what Car Star is. Uh, or everybody kind of let me know what it is. I know what it is, obviously. I've researched it. But let our listeners know exactly what CarStar is, what you all do, where you're located, uh, and uh, that'd be great. Okay. Well, CarStar was founded in 1989 here in Kansas City. It's been through a few equity partners. We're all franchised. The store I own here on 162nd Medcalf used to be the training center. And I worked for corporate for three years. And then uh, we got bought out by an equity group in Charlotte, North Carolina. So they moved our corporate offices to Charlotte. And I bought this training center. They were diversing themselves from any ownership. And uh, so it gave me an opportunity to buy this franchise. And so I jumped out of the corporate life and jumped into this crazy thing of owning your own business. So uh, there's over 700. Actually, we're, I think we're up to, I take it back. We had, we bought a, uh, we bought a consolidator out. I think we're over 800 franchises between U.S. and Canada. Oh, interesting. So, and you own one of the franchises just here I, locally. Yeah. yeah and yeah. CarStar is really into the um, body shop or, or if somebody has an accident, car fix. Is that correct? We really don't do any restoration or anything like that. We're, we're more along the lines of insurance repair. So we have about 27 insurance partners uh, that we're direct repair for. So anytime there's an accident with one of their clients or customers, they call us, set up an appointment, we give them an estimate, and then we bring the car in and, and make the repairs. Oh, that's great. Well, all right. You brought it up. What made you want to own your own business? <sighs> well, um, I've had some really, really great jobs and some great mentors in the body shop business throughout my career. And that's been mostly through dealer groups. And I could only handle so much of corporate life. There's a lot of politics involved. And uh, um, I oversaw this store for three years before I bought it and loved the people and hired a lot of the people that are here now. And uh, it's, uh, I just got taught to take better care of your people than yourself and they'll take care of you. And, you know, it's kind of an un- unsure world these days of where we're going with, with everything corporate wide. And, and now with the whole pandemic thing happening, you know, it was, uh, turned out to be a pretty good move. And who doesn't want to work for themselves? Sometimes it's harder, but um, there's more reward in it for doing it that way. So, yeah, yeah. Sometimes there, I, I tell my wife sometimes, I go, you know, I love owning my own business, doing what I'm doing, but some days I just <laughs> hate it. Not very often, not very yeah. often. But, yeah. you know, uh, if I go back to my days of, like you said, in the corporate life, yeah. which was a long time ago, I've been doing this over 24 years. So it, it's a long time ago. I'm like, no, I need, I am where I need to be. I'm not much of a conformer or the, you know, all that kind of corporate stuff. 
yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. I've, everybody's got their opinions. And, and uh, like I said, I've never been real politically correct, you know, so it's nice to not have to worry about that quite as much here. <laughs> That's great. How many employees do you have? Uh, we have 18. Okay. So, and are they all full time? Do you have seasonal workers or any? No, okay. I don't have seasonal. Every once in a while, I've got my, my general manager, Josh, that runs the shop for me on a day-to-day basis. He'll, his son will come in and help clean cars, do that kind of thing and in the summertime. But other than that, no, we've got everybody's full time. Well, what makes CarStar different than, uh, let's say, McCarthy's auto body? Because that's actually, that's where we've had to take ours a couple of times sure. of accidents. Oh, McCarthy's are great. You know, the John McCarthy's, they're a great organization. What I think separates us from everybody else is is we own it. You know, there's no, I don't work for somebody else. I don't leave at nine to five. We, we have more skin in the game. When a customer walks in, we want that customer for life. You know, I know the insurance company directed them to us, but at the end of the day, we are in their business when they walk through the door. They don't have to use us. They can use anybody they want. And we like that family. It's a family atmosphere here. And, and we just, we enjoy our customers. And we've got tons and tons of repeat customers. And I think that separates us. At the end of the day, my name is on every car that goes out the door. So mm-hmm. as opposed to a dealership, and like I said, nothing wrong with the dealership groups at all. It's just, um, you know, they don't have the skin in the game. John does, of course, the ownership group does, but the people that run that department every day don't. What, what are some of the challenges that you find in, in your particular industry? Oh gosh, technology's getting out of control. I mean, if you've got any type of a new car, you've been in any kind of a new car with all the sensing systems they've got in there, you know, you can't go too fast behind a car without it automatically slowing you down. If you change lanes, it lets you know. So the technology is just growing and growing. So there's a company uh, that we use kind of like ASE for mechanics. It's iCar for body shops. And so we have to stay trained, um, constant training all the time if things are updating of course we've got our insurance partners and they change they change the rules not necessarily in a bad or good way just change the rules as the technology comes out for how we how we need to repair things and the way they want things repaired to meet oe standards so at the end of the day when a car comes in 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 an accident we want that car to look exactly like it did and function exactly like it did when it came off the showroom floor interesting you just said the oem the original equipment manufacturer do you do you find some shops that people go to, um, they don't use the original equipment uh, because it's more expensive than using something that may be generic. If, if that's, I don't know if that's a word for your business, but a generic bumper or door or anything like that. Yeah. An aftermarket is what we call those. Yeah. Aftermarket. Yeah. Um, in, in certain instances, aftermarket's fine, you know, something small, but anything structural, anything that would uh, have anything to do with the integrity of the car or the fit or finish of the car. We hear we do OE. We like all the OE equipment. It, it works best. It fits best. And it, it honestly reduces any liability we have. So yeah, we, we always go with that, but there are shops that do, do use those. And like I said, teach their own. I'm not going to beat up somebody else, but uh, for us and ours, we use OE because we, I expect the best from my guys and, and expect the best when it goes out the door. So that's the way we prefer it. Do you find sometimes some of your competition, is there a, a lot of difference in terms of pricing between you and let's say another shop? Are people going to find a big difference in pricing at all? No, they're really not. And here's why. We, when, when we have a customer walk through the door, we let them know, hey, you can take your car anywhere you want to go. We've gotten to the point really where we're trusted so much that we don't even really write an estimate anymore. We, a customer will walk through the door. Josh, our general manager, is the only one that deals with our customers typically. And he goes out and takes a look at the car, um, kind of gives them uh, you know, a, a loose quote. But you know, nobody knows. Nobody shopping town is going to know what that repair is going to cost until we get it in the shop and we get it disassembled for repair. And we take all that all the way back to no damage. 
and then we write that as that full estimate and turn it into insurance company. Any other body shop in town does typically does the same thing, and we all buy our parts for the same places. So uh, the insurance company or the customer gets billed the exact same amount at the end of the day. So there's a lot of bait and switch, you know, kind of thing. A, a body shop, not ours, but body shops will go out there and say, hey, it's going to be $2,200. And they don't tell the customer, hey, but once we get it in and get it taken apart, the, the cost is going to go up. And that, that starts to breed a little bit of distrust with the customer. So we always let the customer know, hey, this is what it looks like, but let us get it completely taken apart. And once it's completely taken apart, we'll give you a, a complete and full estimate. And that's where it'll stay. So, yeah, that that has occurred. Um, actually, that's happened to us once before. Yeah. You know, it. this is what we have. Oh, well, this is actually what it's doing. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> right. Wait a minute. You know, yeah. you, you, know, you told me one thing and now you're telling me something different. And it's like, no, that's not right. Yeah. Exactly right. It's it's really um, like I said. It's the same process all around all around the country, all around all the body shops. Just a matter of educating your customer when they walk in the door. You just let them know, yeah, this is what it is about. What it's going to cost right now. But more than likely, there's probably more damage. If we don't see any more damage when the car comes apart, that's your price. But if we do, obviously, you know, we've got to we got to take care of that because I want back to OE standards when it goes when it goes home. What is the most um, common, not accident, but common repair that you make? Oh gosh, you know. It's well, most common is just, you know, traffic accidents. You know, we believe it or not, probably the second most is probably people like shutting their garage door on the back of the car. They didn't get, <laughs> get it yeah. quite, quite far enough, that kind of thing. Or, or, you know, somebody curbing something, you know, hitting the bumper or hitting a wheel or something on a curb. And yeah, that, those are probably the three biggest. And deer hits in the fall, obviously. So, yeah. What I always find amazing is we've had to have our son, you know, bumped his bumper. Into sure. when in the school parking lot, yeah. I'm like, well, it's plastic. How can it cost that much to fix a plastic bumper? But there's more underneath that bumper than just the plastic yeah. on the outside. Oh yeah, gosh! If you get a hold of a Mercedes or you even get a hold of like a Ford Fusion, they've got 60, 70 parts behind that bumper. I know it sounds ridiculous, but they do. There's little dampeners and tons of parts behind yeah that, that are probably cracked or broken but that's it's designed that way it's designed to you know take that impact and break what needs to break and keep the keep the occupants safe so it doesn't look so bad until we get to start getting it taken apart then it's like holy cow yeah there's there's a lot more involved oh i know it it's incredible i'm not a car person so i i have sure i'm at the mercy of of you all and everybody else because i can't i have no idea what's sure. going on whether to fix it or not. i think i fixed an air filter my internal air filter. I figured out how to do that only because of, thank God, YouTube. Um, I was able to do that. But uh, so do you have any aspirations to own more than one shop? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, in the process of buying the building here because I, I only own the business, but I'm in the process of buying the building here. And then when that's all finished up, yeah, I'm, I've already started looking at different locations. So with CarStar, you've got to buy a an area, basically. So you go into them and ask for a franchise area, protected area, and then you go in and you start looking in that area. So I've got a couple of those in a couple of spots here in Kansas City. So, but we've got a, we've got I think nine other owners here in Kansas City in fourteen locations. All through. Oh, okay. I was just going to ask you if you had more in and around Kansas City. So they try to make it very good geographically, so you're not on top of one another. That's exactly right. Yeah, we want protected areas. You know, an owner wants that as well as the people around us want the same thing. So, but we've got great owners. I mean, we don't have a bad owner in the group, which is really really fantastic. So. Do you all, uh, this just came to my mind, do you all offer warranties on the work that you do? Absolutely. Lifetime warranty. Yeah. Lifetime warranty on anything we do. And that's nationwide, in including going up into Canada. So, oh, really? yeah. 
Yeah, sure is. Yeah. Interesting. Now, who? Let's kind of go back real quick. I just want to. Now, how did CarStar get started? Uh, there's a man here in town named Larry Holt, and he had a, a vision for franchising individual owners. Um, there are what we call consolidators in the business who, um, like a service king or a caliber collision, neither one of those are here in our market, but uh, that own you know, eight or 900 or over a thousand body shops. And so what he wanted to do was he wanted to, uh, he had a vision for the independent body shops to be able to connect, kind of pool their resources together. They can still be independents, but at the same time work together. Um, so he formed CarStar and Laryl still lives here in, in Overland Park and is a wonderful man. Excellent. And you've been through the, the CarStar corporate's been through a couple of different, were they private equity buyers or they were? Yeah, they were Yeah, owned by private equity. Yeah. Still, yeah, that- still are. Yeah. Private equity is an interesting deal. There's, uh, I deal with a lot of HVAC contractors, and they're kind of now kind of the 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 target market for for the private equity folks. Really? And private equity, I don't know. I'd be interested in your opinion. Can be, it can be good and it can be bad. Um, mm-hmm. You know, depending upon who you get hooked up with. You know, some will come in and just strip assets, strip everything down. Sure. get it as lean as they can, and then sell it to somebody else. Others are actually in there trying to make it work. Yeah. Has, have, you, have you found kind of that or how, do, how in your experience yeah. with your private equity uh, buys? Well, we, we, we've seen both, but for the most part for CarStar, we've had great private equity groups. Uh, the one we've got now is Driven Brands. It's Rourke Capital. Um, and they and you can look them up on the internet and see everything they own. But Driven Brands um, has been fantastic since we've been acquired. They've uh, they've grown us exponentially. I think we I think maybe we had 300 locations or 350 locations when we were bought. Then they bought CarStar Canada as well. Like I said, we've grown to I think it's it's either over seven or 800. Don't quote me on that. It's somewhere in there. And uh, they're growing our business. They are. You can tell they're committed to what they're doing. You know, at the end of the day, will they sell? Maybe. Will they not? Who knows? But. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, and, and, and I think uh, I speak for a lot of the other franchisees, they've done a great job in growing our name, growing our franchises and our network, and they've done a great job. So That's great. That's good yeah. to hear because I've, I've dealt with some others that, that they got loaded up on debt. And in yeah. an environment like we're in right now, debt is not your friend. No, it's not. It's not really your friend really Ever. most of the time. <laughs> But yeah. especially in the environment that we're in right now, having a, right. a whole bunch of debt is not really good. So, well, yeah. that's good. That, that yeah. means they're a partner. They're not just a, they are. a buyer. Yeah, no, they've been great. Yeah, they've been great. Well, that's great. Yeah. Well, Steve, I we're kind of come to to the time. But uh, I told you it'd be about 15 or so minutes. We're a little over that. But uh, right. let, let me ask you this. Can you give everybody your phone number, address, maybe an email address, or even your um, website yeah. Uh, well, when I post it on LinkedIn, on my uh, YouTube page and, and uh, website, we'll put all this information at the bottom. But it's always good just to, sure. to tell everybody. Yeah, we're, so we're Medcalf Car Star and we're in Overland Park. We're 162nd Medcalf. Um, our phone number is 913-648-2886. And our website is just carstar.com. We make it easy. Then you just search Medcalf Car Star on our, on our main site and it'll pull it right up. I'll say this also, we've got uh, a lot of insurance partners and a lot of insurance agents we use. If you go to the bottom of our page and look, we've got free continuing education classes as well on there. So any insurance agent in town that needs uh, any, any continuing education, we provide that form for free. So, Oh, that's um, excellent. Yeah. So I didn't know yeah. that. That's that's wonderful. So, you know, the property and casualty agents uh, can go there for it. Oh, that'll be yeah. wonderful. Great. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you let me know that. 
Well, Steve, I appreciate your time. It's been a pleasure visiting with you. And uh, again, please contact them, unfortunately, if you have any accidents or if you just need your car um, repaired. Give a call to Steve and at uh, CarStar and Metcalf. And Steve, I appreciate your time today. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, thank you as well. Appreciate it. It's been nice. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Cheers, everyone. Thanks for listening to Kansas City Connections, a local business podcast brought to you by Wealth Partners Corporation based in Overland Park. Need help planning for retirement? Call Steve Hoover at 913-685-3207. That's 913-685-3207 or online at wealthpartnerskc.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcasting app so you never miss an episode. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, and pretty much everywhere else you can listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next edition of Kansas City Connections, a local business podcast. Any financial information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.